Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out if they're worthy of all the praise they get. So it's a like, but is it legitimate? My name is Will and I'm joined as always by Hugh. Hello, Hugh. Hi, Will. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. uh, That's a lie. I've got really, really sore back. I've really put my back out and I feel like that's going to inform this entire episode. I'm going to be an angry, in pain. Very grouchy. Yeah, a grouchy little vegetarian. Um, Hugh, what is your favourite vegetable? Today we're discussing vegetarianism, so that's how we're going to start. What's your favourite vegetable and why? I mean, it does sound stereotypical, but you can do a hell of a lot with a potato. Although, do we call a potato a tuber? Does it count as a vegetable? Did you call it a tube? I don't think it's a tube. A a tuber. A tuber, no, it's an instrument. Will, I don't know. I know. I, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't me doing a bit. That that was me just responding honestly to. As what a I'd vegetarian, heard. have you never come across the term tuber before? No. Maybe it's just you see. I suppose in in Ireland, will a large part of the history curriculum from age six to sixteen is based around potatoes. And so we do delve into, I guess, what they are. But yeah, they're defined as a. We're, we talk about them sometimes as being a tuber, which I think is like. Well, I was going to say it's an underground route, but there are loads of vegetables grow underground, don't they? <laughs> they're just sort of, they're not that popular. They haven't really been discovered yet. Those yeah. kind of roots, yeah. Yeah. But I do, I, I love a potato. And a more, anything more exciting. Um, do you know what I had recently? I, was, how would I? Uh, because we might have discussed it, Will. Yeah, that's we sometimes true. discuss uh, our foods. What you had recently, you probably had a, like, potato bread. And I'll tell you what I had. I okay. had Samfire. Do you know Samfire? Uh, he sounds like a rapper. He's a Lord of the Rings uh, crossover. Um, he, <laughs> no, is he, it uh, seaweedy? It's the stuff that yeah, you serve yeah, with fish. Yeah, it does, yeah, exactly. And it doesn't. I don't think it's seaweed because I think it grows on the rocks. It's more like a rocky plant. But it's it. Whoa. I couldn't tell you whether I liked it or not. Now, will, but it I, tastes like you're great. licking a rock that's in the sea. Excellent. I like that. I like that as a description of a vegetable. I think we can allow. I would allow potatoes in the world of of vegetables. I think that's okay. It's just as well. What's your favourite vegetable? Um, I, I, do you know what? I should have anticipated you asking that in return. Mm. Is garlic a vegetable? And I mean, are I... chilies a vegetable? Or are they in the category of garlics and chilies? Yeah, but I think that's all vegetable. I mean, again, animal, mineral. animal, vegetable or, miner- or mineral. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Again, mineral, though, is a word that elderly Irish people use for fizzy drinks. So it's I, that's it's it's a different uh, it's a whole different ball game over here. Well, uh, yeah, it's old tubers and minerals. <laughs> tubers and minerals. But I think that should be the new name of the podcast. Yeah, uh, I would. You, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say broccoli just to ease ease the discussion forward. I absolutely love broccoli. 
I think it's great. Is it my favorite? I don't know, but it's what I've committed to now. Yeah, I mean, I I like broccoli. Here's a question for you: Do you prefer the stems or the or the treetop parts of it? I eat it all. I I do not discriminate when it comes to broccoli. I wouldn't like just one. I'd like I want both involved. Obviously, mm. let let let's not beat around the broccoli bush. The best bit is the tree bit at the top. The stalk, you're eating it because you don't want to waste food. That's do, that's a given. Yeah, I do like the stalk. Um, do you refer to? Uh, do you count your broccoli in florets? No, I I count them in. I just I count Big them in chunks. In chunks. It's just it's just that broccoli is going in the pot and then in my mouth. That's how I count. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's um, fair enough. Why are we talking so much about vegetables, though? What Will? a good question, Hugh. I think we should ask that question to our producer. Of uh, is it, is do people produce vet? No, that'd be a green grocer, wouldn't it? Like produce. I was trying mm. to do like a, a segue, and what I did was completely mess up the segue. Yeah. So let's take this. Segue. That's, well, that's the good thing is that that's given time for Michael to come up with an absolutely killer yeah. opening to he this. He is going to uh, destroy show. this. Oh, it's going to so. be unbelievable. There's going to be vegetable jokes. It's going to be linking back to everything we've said. Yeah. It's going to mention the brass band, the tuba side of yeah. things. Please now welcome. Now we've given him even more time. So. The producer of this podcast, Michael. Hello. Good enough for you, Hugh? Just as good as I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that was a real anticlimax. You guys totally gave the game away. Um, yeah. <laughs> gave the game away. The, the ti- what's the title of this episode going to be? Just a big question mark. Just a, a, a bit of spinach arranged in a question mark. <laughs> it's vegetarianism. And also, for good measure, we're considering veganism, too. Um, so because we're, we're not going to do a separate episode on veganism, it's just not going to happen. Um, so <laughs> why? Sorry, sorry. Why is it not going to happen? Um, I feel like I, I have very similar thoughts about the two topics. That's probably probably why. Okay. This bodes well. Yeah, he's only got one joke about plants. That's it. Grumpy Will is rearing <laughs> his head already. <laughs> yeah. And it's coming up. <laughs> like seriously, um, I've pulled an intercostal muscle that's real deep inside me, and it, everything I move, it makes it hurt. It's not nice. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a, an absolute insufferable nightmare. Welcome to the show. <laughs> For the first time this week. Um, <laughs> so um, vegetarianism, obviously very popular. Um, somewhere around eight to ten percent of the world's population is vegetarian. Not that popular. Uh, so ninety to ninety-two percent well, avoiding. Well, you say that. You say that. Yeah, but, you say that. Hugh. Um, younger eaters are more likely to be vegetarian, and when I say eaters, I mean people. <laughs> Because everyone eats. Um, <clears throat> so about twenty-five percent of millennials are vegetarian. Okay, so it's it's getting more popular. That's a huge number. Twenty-five percent, baby. Yeah. So so the question is really uh, whether vegetarianism and veganism are here to stay, or are they just another silly fad that's being embraced by millennials, like uh, smartphones or low levels of job security. <laughs> I, I, went, I went a bit Terry Wogan there towards the end. But anyway, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> lovely, lovely, really lovely start, that. Michael. I, I really liked that setup. Uh, I, I, I've got to lay all my uh, plant-based cards on the table right, right off the bat. I'm a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for 13 years, I think. Um, I, I think, well, I actually calculated it. 4,482 days of not eating uh, meat. Um, That's a lot. But I calculated it put it into an internet calculator the internet calculator for me uh so since 2009 1st of january 2009 i've been on team vegetarian and i will there is no way this podcast is ending with us deciding it's not a legitimate like and what happened in 2009 that uh flipped the switch so to speak did, did you not hear about the big beef wars of 2009 <laughs> uh we want to get into this right away do we want to hear hugh's stance or i can get into the beef wars I just, I just joke. can't get past the fact that you've said that 2009 was 13 years ago, when it's clearly 12 years ago. 13 years, 12 years. I'm Look, not sure we can take anything that you've said. 12 <laughs> years, 3 months, 9 days. Yeah, that's fair. It's because... I'll, look, listen, Hugh, I, I'm glad you brought this up, because basically I thought it was 2008 that I started being vegetarian, but okay, it was you covered actually it. Yeah, okay. 2009 You, you, you shifted because mid, go... Because I, I, my uncle made a beef Wellington that said Xmas 08 written in pastry on the top, 
and that mm. was the last meaty thing that was on the tabla for me uh, but I started the vegetarianism on the 1st of January 2009 so that's where the confusion lay and uh, do you know what? I'm so sorry you, you, you ate so the last thing you ate was a beef wellington at Christmas is that what we're talking no, about no the last thing I ate was a, a T-bone steak on uh, New Year's Eve and it was really boring T-bone steak that's not a bad way to go out though I, I, d- I asked mum like I was like please get me a really incredible steak and I, I ate it and was like I would have much preferred just like a, if, a if I if I knew that I was that I was about that I was staring down the barrel of eating no more meat yeah I mean it would have just been up to New Year's Eve it would have been just like pepperami and <laughs> like bacon and just slices of ham and I just wouldn't have, I wouldn't be able to stop just wrapping pepperami and ham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, so you started on the 1st of January. So yeah. I suppose what I want to know is, was it a New Year's resolution? Was it for you a, this is, I'm going to, this is, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to do my best that this is for good? Yeah. So this was, uh, I, I, I'm not, I wasn't as confident as I am now. Uh, I didn't have the back pain back then to drive me forwards. Mm. And uh, basically, I deep down i didn't want animals to die and i i wanted to like not contribute to that but i felt uncomfortable saying that out loud Mm. i was too scared of being honest so i said it was a new year's resolution but really i think deep down i wanted to commit to it but i was too scared to commit to it new year's resolution was a good excuse and then i could just be like ah it's a new year's resolution that's got out of hand but about three months in i then was like i also wanted to give myself the option to go back because i loved meat i loved the taste of meat um, and I love cooking so I, there was always the option there but then like three months in like I say it was just like oh I never want to eat it again and that has yeah. has not really changed and have you fallen off the wagon at all since then accidentally I once went to a, a fundraiser thing for Islamic relief and they gave out free samosas and uh, I said vegetarian and he said yes vegetarian and I ate it and it was not um, I've drunk some beer with ice and glass in it you think you'd be safe with a samosa though yeah, yeah, but they they just mixed up the meat and the veggie samosas. And look, okay. like I don't care about that kind of thing. My mm. my aim with it, my principle behind it is I'm just trying not to contribute to the industrialization of the meat and dairy industry. Okay. I don't like the because I love one of my favorite things. To, oh, that was my back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we heard that. The we'll, voice we'll went just, there oh, a little bit. We'll was just that edit a- out that pop. <laughs> No, edit it in. Bring it, bring it to the front. Jesus Christ, that was. I'm gonna have to take a jumper off. That was so. Uh, that was rough. Anyway, point is, one of my favourite things to do is to go to the family, the family-run butcher up the road, Setchfield. Shout out to Setchfield in Leeds. I love that, like independent, supporting local farms and stuff. And I think, you know, people. Some people need to eat meat. Some people I know have gut issues. That means they can't just eat a fibrous, high, high, like, plant-based diet. So you can't say everything is right for everybody, but vegetarianism is great. Do you still enjoy the smell of a butcher shop? I I've, I don't think... Do people enjoy the smell? Yeah, it's never been number yeah. one for me, but I know a lot of people have said it. Yeah, I think it's the mix of the sawdust and the meat and everything else. And the butchers themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Giorgio Armani. <laughs> is, uh, my butcher is, is a well-perfumed man. Um, I've never... I've, the, the smell does... It smells meaty and it smells like irony. Ironic. And, yeah. And, and deathy. But it's never really bothered me. I have um, one, more, one more question for you just about the 2009. Did you, yep. did you cut out fish immediately from that point as well? Or has fish yes. been yes, treated you, differently? This might be the uh, back pain talking, but obviously I did because I'm a vegetarian, not a pescatarian. I don't think the word pescatarian is used all that much. Though, yeah, because I people suppose. are fucking stupid. And excuse my French, but just we annoyed. Um, people say <laughs> people say they're vegetarians and they eat fish, and it's like, oh, we just cool with othering fish. And now the worst part is now Sea Spiracy has come out. I don't know if you've seen Sea Spiracy. I haven't no. watched it, no. but it's all about how oh, oh big surprise, fishing is bad. Uh. <laughs> and it's so like, can I just can I just ask the obviously the the other word that was on the table there was just conspiracy. But they, yeah, oh yeah. They, they really like, hoofed that over the bar. They really did. Oh my they God. They shoehorned that right in. Okay, anyway, but let's move on. Yeah, yeah, that, I, that cannot be fixed. But I yeah, mean, I'd I, have gone confishy whale, but, you know, that's just <laughs> the creative differences. Yeah, what is confishy whale a play on? I can't even work that out. He's a Chinese philosopher. It's, uh, oh. read a book, Will. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Hugh, though, you, Hugh, you, you eat meat. I eat meat. Hugh, I've seen you eat a horse, an actual horse. 
the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, not 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 alive and not whole, but I'm certainly no, I've, but two two large bits of it. I've en- I've enjoyed a horse steak so much that I've gone to the same restaurant the following day and ordered it again. Yeah. So that's yeah. probably a, a good. Where was where was the restaurant? Thanks for asking, Will. It <laughs> happened to be because I'm, I'm sure lots of the listeners will want to go there. So yeah, all you yeah, need yeah. to do is is uh, hop on three flights to Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan, <laughs> and go to the only nice restaurant we could find. <laughs> That's probably unfair. We didn't try very hard, but it was delicious. Yeah, it the only time I've eaten your, your, your restaurant finding skills. I think that's, that's the thing favorite. that, like... I find I get very annoyed when people who eat meat get freaked out by different sorts of meat. Because it's mm. like, the idea of being freaked out by eating horse, or or indeed, like, dog. It's like, it's just a relationship you have with the animal. It's still killing an animal and eating it. Like, why not try all of them? Horse is probably it, well tasty. Yeah, it was delicious. And, and I suppose, again, yeah, because if it's... If you're talking about... Like, these are animals that have been farmed to be killed to be eaten, you know? It's not mm. like they've walked into your house and shot your horse. That's a, <laughs> You pay extra for that, I think. <laughs> and I would. Question for both of you. Have you ever eaten an animal that you met in life? That's such a good question. I no. have... I, in a way, I've swallowed a fly when I was cycling, but I don't know if that's what you're looking for. No, no. So I, I met a goat called Brendan one summer, um, which actually made, made that sound like a whirlwind romance. It does. Um, but, we shared, uh, we shared yeah. a beautiful August and then... Yeah, you sang a duet with Olivia Newton-John about it, I think, didn't you? Yeah, and then he fell over on the campfire. And... Um, I, I met him in the summer and I ate him at Christmas. Um, what? And I, ha- what and I have to happened? say that Brendan. What happened de- in autumn? Dead or alive, Brendan charmed me. Yeah, delicious goat. Yeah. yeah. Would you have described the flavour as charming? I would have. Yeah. You yeah, would have. Yeah, been. yeah, it was Brendan to a T. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. definitely, other than accidental flies, no, I, I definitely. Yeah, haven't. and you, you had never. There was never an introduction there. No, 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 we we didn't get to know each other at all. Okay, so look, we've got two we've got two omnivores on the line, myself and Hugh, and then we've got uh, Will, who's, uh, who's 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 vegetarian, not vegan. Et to be fair, I've technically only been vegetarian since that fly went into my mouth. Like mm. it probably resets every time you accidentally eat stuff, so it'll be like mm. six months. We've got a good balance here. I feel. Uh, before we go any further, I've got three questions for you. Um, just to see how we're how we're situated, how much knowledge we've got. Great. Um, so the first one is: which of the following three countries has the most vegetarians? The most number, as opposed to the highest percentage. percentage. It's a percentage. It's a percentage. That okay. is a is the, critical, is the critical. Second, point. second maths quibble I've had already. This is <laughs> yeah. shaping up to be a Vatican exciting City. podcast for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so China, uh, India, or Germany? So highest percentage of vegetarians. Oh shit! I mean, I'd say the Germans eat a colossal amount of meat. Yeah, but it's the kind of it's the kind of thing that they'd be like. Although, yeah, maybe once once they once they get onto it, they probably do it do vegetarianism yeah, and, in a big uh, way. They 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 they're a big green country, right? Like they... I had a thought. I had a thought though while I was while I was. Let's not use the word preparing, but let's say running upstairs to come online <laughs> for the podcast in the time before we were recording. Yeah. Exactly. I I had a thought, and I was thinking that let's let's take India as a as a perfect example. So I was going to say, obviously, some people avoid certain types of meat for religious reasons, and mm. so you obviously have an enormous number of the population of India are Hindu and therefore won't eat cows. So, no, I appreciate that they might be perfectly happy eating other meat, but do we think that gives them a head start onto vegetarianism? And you might have a, a high percentage there. Yeah, probably. And also, like, higher... Is, is it, like, hotter climates eat less meat? Is that a fact? Like, or historically, anyway, because of the storage and, uh, I guess, with refrigeration, that's out the window, isn't it? Um... Chinese diets tend to avoid no, but they they love their fish, right? Is it, mm, do they? I don't know enough about China. And the pork, yeah, and duck. I'm going to trust you on this. Well, you've deduced it. You've deduced it's it. India. It's India. Yeah, it's somewhere between okay. twenty and forty percent, which is huge. Between what? Twenty and forty percent. So just a quarter of a billion people here or there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's yeah. The, between what's the between friends. That's actually much how. That's much how. Uh, 
the British treated India as well, I think, when <laughs> discussing things. Just 20%, what's, 40%, yeah. whatever. You know, was a couple, yeah. Either way. That's how we uh, taught our history in school. Germany at 10% and China at around 4 to 5%. And oh, China Germany is higher low. than China. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. Next question. Which of these foods is a vegetable? Okay. Three foods. Which of them okay. is a vegetable? A pumpkin, a peanut, or sweet corn? Oh, fuck. Yeah. You see, now well, we're, back mean, the, what, we're back into the... We're back into the great... I was like, a carrot, a turnip, and <laughs> Or Brendan the goat. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're back into the tuber discussion here. So a pumpkin is a gourd, isn't it? Like a courgette what? and a squash. They're gourds. They're gourds, gourd. yeah. You are the least informed vegetarian ever. Well, I don't need to be informed about vegetables. No, but Will, I mean, I could put down... It sounds like I could just tell you something was a vegetable and you'd be like, yeah, Grant, whatever. It's a gourd, yeah, it's absolutely. a tuber. And then, yeah. so a peanut, a peanut, is that a legume, is it? Are legumes vegetables? I, I, maybe. Will, this... I genuinely come onto this thinking, Will is a vegetarian, he has got, he has got our back here. And what we're was not, the last we're one? We're not talking about vegetables, we're talking about words. You're imagining that I have an English degree or something. Sweet corn, don't you have an English degree? I do, yeah, two one. Yeah, <laughs> but that was what the extra one was, and yeah. a sweet corn. I mean, a sweet corn is just—I mean, a sweet corn is just part of a part of a leaf and a. I I would probably kind of almost. Sh- it. I would guess that it's a peanut is a vegetable, just because it sounds like the weirdest choice in this. Okay, and Michael's nodding. Which you're right. You're right. I mean, well Fucking done. A. Two out of two. Peanut. Yeah, pumpkin is. I I think Hugh. I think pumpkin is technically a fruit. Um, it's got all them seeds in it. Ah, um, uh, yeah, but now we're on to the bananas, a berry, yeah. and the strawberries, a fish. So, like, you yeah. know. Oh, so now you don't like words. It's all changed now, hasn't it? Um, a peanut is a legume, and then a sweet corn is a grain. Uh, although, I mean, again, I would have thought a grain is a vegetable. Anyway, anyway, two out of two. Doing well. well. Gra- these are great um, questions. And then the, 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 the next one. Okay, so which of these are vegetarian alternatives? Uh, sorry, which, which of them are real and which have I made up? So two of these are real and one of them is made up. Nice. Okay? So barbecue cauliflower wings. That's barbecue cauliflower wings. Kentucky fried chickpeas. Or carrot gel frazy. Two real, one made up by me. So again, well, I'm going to let you take this from a vegetarian point of view. I'm going to try and take this from attacking Michael's psychologically point of view. I right, think Kentucky yeah, yeah. Fried Chickpeas. So Michael eats an awful lot of Kentucky Fried Chicken. When he lands in another country, that's where he heads for first. And so that was my first thought. I have a rule, Hugh. You know my rule. I will not eat KFC in Ireland. When I'm out of Ireland, I will. It's <laughs> I will fair game. only eat KFC. But then I think that the Jalfrezi, I think, is Michael maybe trying to be trying to be clever and smart and use fancy words. So I'd be yeah. going maybe edging towards C, but what do you think? It's definitely not A. I think A is a real thing. Okay. I think A is the, the cauliflower wings, I think, I, is a thing. I, I would initially have gone for, without any context, KFC, because he's chosen a, a legume that is... Um, is a C, so I think he'd think that was real a real good joke of like KFC, mm. Kentucky Fried Chickpea, and also I can't quite see how a Kentucky Fried Chickpea, like are you deep frying the individual chickpeas, are you making it into a mash sort of situation? I don't know how it's working. So I don't know. I think if your instinct was to lean towards C, I'm happy to lean upon you when not you're strong. not strong. Yeah, because my back hurts. I'll help you. So you're going for carrot gel frazy. We are. Uh, not only is that the correct answer, but Hugh, that is a thorough dismantling of my thought process. Well done. I mean, that was mm-hmm. that was that was. I mean, exactly Pretty. how I arrived at that. I mean, Michael, your thought process. Don't suggest a thorough dismantling as though it's the inside of an airplane. It, it it's two Lego pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Sort of it's more like it's situation. more like an air crash investigation sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's an air crash investigation where it's real obvious what happened, right? <laughs> I think as well, in the same way, Mike, or Will, that you said Michael would have thought Kentucky Fried Chickpea was a funny joke. Presumably, that's just what KFC thought. They said, this is brilliant. (laughs) We'll we'll have hordes of vegetarians coming in asking for buckets of chickpeas. So I think that's pretty wholeheartedly unacceptable. If you go anywhere, you'll just have a KFC. That's pretty sad. Yeah, that's what it's actually it's a control I put on myself. I love it so much that if I were to eat it in 
the country in which I reside, it's all I would eat. So um, I don't eat it in Ireland, but anywhere else, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll seek it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a monster. I But also, like, what are you talking about? Carrot gelfrezi. I've had a gelfrezi that has carrots in it. So have I, but it also had chicken. Do you want to, just to give you a con of vegetarianism, right? Well, let's get into it. Let's get into the pros and cons. After an Edinburgh Fringe Festival, after a month of working and drinking far too much and doing a load of gigs and a load of shows, we went for brunch, hungover, and I ordered the the vegetarian um, hot dog. And I was like, I need something gross that's pretending mistake. to be meat. That's a mistake. Yeah, to be honest, I was I was already going down the corridor of mistakes and I opened all the doors on the way because it was like a carrot-based um, hot dog. It arrived. Guys, it was straight up a carrot in a bun. It was just a carrot <laughs> in a bun. It had been fermented a bit in some stuff, but it was a carrot in a bun. It was the worst. It was the worst. It's such a, like, 1960s approach to... You know, well, that, that would be a vegetarian. if it was like an actual carrot, not even cooked. I would have respected it more because it would have been that. But this was in like a hipster cafe, and what they'd done is just dunked the carrot for a couple of days in like some mirin and some soy sauce, which is fine, interesting thing to do. But don't make that the main event. Like you can't. <laughs> there's no amount of crispy onions that go on the top of that that make it okay. Yeah, I I, I, agree, I agree with you. I mean, I I don't have an issue with vegetarian food. Uh, but I do have an issue with vegetarian food masquerading as meat food. Um, so things like the cauliflower wings, mm-hmm. uh, vegan sausages, veggie hot dogs. There's no reason to call them these names. Like come See, up with come up with them. There's no reason to to shroud these things in the lexicon of meat. But I suppose I think that's an interesting point because I suppose let's say Will, you were very wholehearted. You made a decision at quite a young age to say I don't want to contribute to the, the killing of all these animals. But let's say you have someone who really does love meat, but just feels like, oh, I could, I should try, kind of try and eat eat more vegetable things. I should try and move away from this. Isn't it fair enough to say, maybe give them something that tastes a bit like meat because they like it, you know? Yeah, it is sort of, uh, it's sort of like an old white man's argument of like, oh, they, they're using this and it's not a real sausage. It's like, obviously it's not a real sausage. No one's <laughs> buying it and being like, oh, I thought this shroom dog was a Cumberland. No! <laughs> like, it, I agree that I, I'm like, you know, the the and it's interesting over the past 13 to 12 years, who knows, uh, it has changed and it's become much more readily accessible having like the, the fake meat stuff. Mm. And for me, when I first learned how to cook, when I first said I was being vegetarian, my mum was like, that's a, that's a, fine, I really support you, but you're learning how to cook because I'm not cooking for you and the family. And I was like, great. So I learned how to cook. And she was always against all the like substitute stuff, which I think was a really great place for me to learn about food. But I think Hugh is absolutely right. If you're trying to like cut down and there's an alternative option, like what, is there really a problem with having a fake sausage? <laughs> and the answer is yes, if it's Big a question. carrot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like as long as you still use words like sausage and burger, there are always going to be inferior versions of those. You know, if you could create another another word for, you know, puck, for example, instead of burger, you know, oh, that sounds puck. delicious. You yeah. sound like yeah. you, you sound like the European yeah. Meat Commission, who I've made <laughs> up just now. But yeah. there was a movement to try and do this, like the, the meat industry were trying to move to make like to call them discs and stuff. Yeah. But they already do that. You're saying that like it doesn't already happen. They call them shroom dogs. Like they're packaged differently. You know what you're buying. And you would you would now, I, I would argue now that they're more readily available, you'd be more yes. likely to be like, I'm going to give those fake sausages a go because they're called sausages. If they, they were called sacks of plant, you probably wouldn't. <laughs> so you've thrown Michael off here, Will, though, because he's pretty confident that Shroom Dog is a very famous rapper with a movie <laughs> yeah. career as well. Snoop's still, little brother. Still thinking about that one. Yeah. <laughs> So how are we saying that's a con? That's a con that it's that in, in, on occasion no, no, it can masquerade no. as no, 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 no. Sorry, Michael. sorry. No, we have our first... the, no, the con. Don't make me make another list. The con okay. was that one specific carrot I had in Edinburgh. Okay, okay. Edinburgh carrot. carrot is the con. Your 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 use of the word yeah. we, Michael, is very very royal and Will. okay, like just far-reaching. First thing on the list: the carrot that Will ate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Perfect. Okay. I would argue that the the accessibility of an alternative option that you can still recognize and when people understand their meals to be like meat and two veg, being able to replace that is a good option. I think yeah, as a sort of training wheels type thing. You know, it might be that at the end of the day they said, "You know what? I don't need my fake burger anymore. I'm perfectly happy cooking up a lovely vegetarian meal." But I feel as something as a stepping stone. You know, you can't ask Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, Pro, pros and cons. I got a couple of cons. Yeah. I'm not, That's just not really gliding past all of that. Fantastic. Yeah, Michael's, um, Michael's just going to cut that last minute no. out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna Let's just do guys. loads of calls back, callbacks to it, and he can't. He can't. <laughs> I was not listening. Um, I uh, not gonna lie, you guys. Couldn't think of any pros. Couldn't think of any pros. I got a few cons to contribute, but you guys, you guys, just you, go ahead. I'll sit back. You couldn't think of any pros. Okay, I mean, Will again. We we enter this with with me as a you know a, a happy and confident and comfortable in my meat eating, and yet Michael is already enraging me toward a <laughs> life of veganism. Yeah. <laughs> Even looking at an animal the wrong way is bad now. <laughs> yeah, Michael exactly. supported it. What do you mean? Uh, you can't, can't fucking do some work. Why can't you think of a pro? I can think of loads of pros to eating meat. Give, give me a pro. Give me a pro then. A pro? Uh, it's better for the planet. How so? Because, because the meat industry isn't unsustainable entirely. So here's what I think. <laughs> Oh, sit, sit back, sit back. Both of you guys go on mute while I. I can't well, sit back while like, I that's wrap the whole this. Point about Michael's. Her. Sorry, I've just seen Michael's just changed his Zoom profile name to QAnon. <laughs> so go on there. So I think um, that uh, there's a certain amount of nutrition available in the planet, right? Okay. Now I don't have any research to back this up. Okay, and some of us are doing the hard work of chewing it out of meat. Whereas others are just sucking on carrots like yourself, Will. Making it easy for yourselves. So Now, Michael, do you want us to actually go into this or do you just want to write that down as a con and move on because you've... Oh, it's already written down, is it? He's looking down at his list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there, it's there. I've pre-prepared the list. Yeah. So you're... I, I, I don't understand anything of what you just said. You're saying we all need to eat our way through the world, is it? That we need to... Rather, <laughs> than, rather than feed the world, you would say, eat the there's a, world. There's a, there's a defined... Let them know they crunch the meat down. Is this... Yeah? There's a defined amount of uh, nutrition available. And... and tonight, thank God, it's meat instead of... Oh, go on. Instead of legumes, I guess would have. <laughs> so you, you're. I mean, it doesn't even. There's no real point uh, delving into this. Stupidity, no, nothing you said made sense. So there's a finite <laughs> amount of nutrition on the planet. It's yeah, obviously um, not how things work. What if I some... secretly grow a carrot? <laughs> what? You're saying there's an amount of nutrition, right? And we're yeah, at 100. Yeah. percent There's 100 yeah. percent amount of nutrition currently. If yeah. I start secretly growing carrots over here, and I don't go into your stupid survey of how much nutrition there is, that's a, that's a surplus. Now it's 110. percent What are you talking your, about? Your carrots are leaching nutrients out of our common soil. Oh, okay. a bit like a bit like all of the stuff to feed cows do. Michael, I'm just going to ask you, and I know this is a delicate question. Are you aware how reproduction works? <laughs> Yeah. Like, do you do you sit and watch carrots, expecting to see something more human <laughs> I mean, from them? I know the basics. So w what you're saying is that like growing lots of stuff is bad for the soil. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that 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 um, that we should all pull together to make the most of the nutrients that are available to us. I completely yeah. agree. So we shouldn't be growing all this corn to feed to feed all the animals. We should stop breeding the animals so we can have mm -hmm. more space to grow the corn. That makes and complete in fact, sense. There, there's vast. If you look at if you look at um, Africa and you look at the desertification in Africa, an awful lot of that is down to massive, massive um, uh, herds of cattle that are owned by particular tribes. I think particularly in East Africa. I think don't the Maasai <laughs> own millions and millions and millions of cattle, and they are just increasing the desert every year because they're. It's it, that's how you're rich in 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 that area is by owning an awful lot of cattle, and uh, they're destroying the continent. You know. That's I have to say that's a robust response to my argument. <laughs> Argument was a generous description of what you provided us. I'm going to roll over on this one. 
Whoa. So I don't yeah. think this has happened before. It's never happened. So are we getting no, are we turning your con into a pro or No, I think I think we're just that's uh pros what save the planet. He has no idea what and we're talking it, about. No, he doesn't. But it must be said there there is there is something that's like oh, vegetarian food and and vegan options are perfect. And it's like no, like to to produce the amount of almond milk, for example, like the dairy alternatives mm. takes a lot of water, takes a lot of bees, and is like quite damaging to the environment. Um, but, I'll give you another. I'll give you another reason, right? Yeah, no, don't I, worry. I, I, I was I was I, finished. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> good, 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 good. I, I, so I, I think the issue with a meat based meat based diet is not that we eat animals but that we eat an incredibly narrow range of animals. So, you know, think about it. There are literally thousands of species out there, and we eat, what, a dozen, maybe 20 different types of animal? So right? your you answer know? is to drive other species into extinction? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I think it's it actually... Nibble on a rhino. I think or works. do you think... want to farm flamingos for no, their you see, food? I think you're thinking about this the wrong way, because when you look at the most populous animals in the world, yeah. they're the ones that we eat. So what I'm yeah. saying is, if you want to bump up the number of tigers, put them on the menu. Farm them and eat them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we should do the same with people, to be honest. There's loads of people. <laughs> yeah, but, but it, like, there's no doubt that if tigers were tasty and farmable, there'd be a lot more of them in the world. I'd argue it's more about farmable than Though tasty. I'm not sure where that conclusion leaves us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also, the dodo. I- the dodo was eaten into extinction. Now, I guess you would say that was 150 years ago, and there wasn't mm. as much of an understanding of what was going on. Exactly. But anyway, I'll, I'll make other arguments the, for do you. Do you reckon the dodo was really delicious? Do you reckon it was it absolutely must have been bang. great. Like, must I have been will, so will, and again, I genuinely do respect your positions on most things, but I reckon if a dodo walked into your house now, you would just fall on it and rip to shreds and eat it. <laughs> like, that's how good it was. What do you think it tastes like? You, I, I imagine a like a lovely really carrot, rich chickeny sort of thing going on yeah like somewhere in between white and red meat that's the extent of your imagination michael bigger birds you're like it's like a big chicken i bet it must michael is excited about going to kfd (laughs) i bet you cut into it and it just it already had the gravy in there like it it must have been it was like a big lint egg but uh, in animal form Yeah, 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 yeah 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 Yeah, exactly. I suppose here's here's another con though, and again, this is a, it's 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 like what Will says, which is that while vegetarianism in its in its general scope has has very laudable goals in mind in terms of protecting the planet and more ethical to animals and things like that, there are the specific problems. And I suppose one of the things is, isn't it true? I don't know. Quinoa is the example I can come up with, but of these very fashionable vegetarian foods that end up destroying the economies from which they come because suddenly instead of being able to i think quinoa was a staple was it in yeah, i don't know yeah, it was yeah. it peru or ecuador but i think it was it's a south it, american country for sure yeah. yeah it was like the the food of of the poor farmers that they use the surplus to eat and yeah that's a that's a this very is, good point this, this is this is the point which no it's not I, the point in, no michael in, don't please don't poison my no, point no, with no, yours in, in hindsight i realize i made this point poorly okay but that that is, I suppose, where where I'm going with this is that it's not, it's not necessarily the consumption of animals or particular meats that is damaging to the environment. It is the overconsumption of specific products in an industrial way, be those avocados or quinoa or chickens. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose like our argument about like the sustainability of the world and farming is more an argument with like the rampant expansion of capitalism, which you, I'm sure, love. Um, and that, that it's an interesting point because it is like quinoa becomes something that is then desirable by a very specific like demographic of wealthy people yeah. and it, it directly takes away and I think it's probably right like quinoa is used in a lot of vegetarian dishes like but it, it, do you think that and I, I'm asking this genuinely I'm not trying to lead anything is that a vegetarian was it vegetarianism that led to the boost in quinoa? I mean, I, I think I, I, I think it was, again, as you say, it's people who want to show that they are cool and modern and vegetarian and ethical, I think, who would then post on Instagram about using quinoa in it. So it's not your yeah. ordinary run-of-the-mill vegetarians. You're, you're run-of-the-mill, Will. So, in fact, run-of-the-will is what we call you. <laughs> but, if, and so if you I, think no, of all I, the f- foods that have sort of 
wandered onto the menu over the last, let's say, 20 years. Um, you know, let's say super. Is that so, is that how you explained Brendan the Goat? That's he I just, just, that's just a, wandered onto the menu. That's what a dodo did. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just had a homing beacon. Um, but uh, you know, they're all vegetables. So you know, for everything from chia seeds to blueberries to anything that's classified as like a as like a, a super food, um, we haven't had any new meats. No new meats. That's a good point. It's interesting. It would be interesting to start eating like like with the horse meat scandal. I think people like obviously there's there's a very in, like an important thing to be like I want to know what I'm eating. Mm. Like I, I that should be I should be told. But also like why why aren't we selling horse burgers? Why why aren't we mm. like diversifying? And it's the same with vegetables like we eat vegetables but we eat one sort of species of each vegetable. Like Yeah. It would be great to have more. Yeah. I went into a shop the other day that had purple and black carrots, and I was like, "This is well yeah. exciting." Yeah, mm. well, that's 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 actually what I was going to say. So, so carrots, orange carrots, are a particular strain of what were I think thirty different varieties of carrot that were grown around the world, and orange carrots have just predominated. It's the same with bananas. The bananas that we have yeah. today apparently taste very, very different to the bananas that you would have had, you know, uh, fifty, sixty years apparently ago. Apparently, synthetic are- banana flavor is based on the banana strain we had before this banana we have. So that's why banana flavored stuff tastes different to bananas. Mm. Actually, synthetic banana flavor was the name of a band I was in in college as well. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, we we broke up. It's not. It's not. It's not good. It's not good memories. Michael <laughs> Michael aged some of the members. He met them in the summer before <laughs> college, and then by the Christmas, they were gone. And <laughs> um, what is? Can I ask what is the what's the best meat you've ever eaten? Do you have like a go-to thing, or is it like is it just KFC for old Mikey boy? You go to a little restaurant in downtown Bishkek. I'm going to give you the the best. I think on a regular basis, uh, the best meat is actually a fish, and I think a fillet of salmon. I don't think you can do better than a fillet of salmon. Mm, Nice. Yeah. I mean, I love I love a, a really good burger and chips. If if I was having a last meal before my execution, it would be a really good burger and chips. So I love. A burger. Put that down on the list. Because I have, I have a, a, a bee in my bonnet. Oh well, no, I have like a. I suppose. Oh, like a, you can't do that if you're a vegan, though. Yeah, though. I have a chickpea in my hat. Okay. I suppose yeah. is what I mean. Um, because I think like, on on a lot of like cooking shows, like MasterChef and and other cooking shows, uh, they'll have people cooking meat. They're like, wow, he's really lovely flavors in his salmon, and it's like. Well, I mean, yeah, you've put some salt and pepper on it, great, and you cooked it for the right amount of time. But really, the person doing the heavy lifting here is the salmon who mm. lived a good life and like swam a lot and got real healthy and is delicious. Yep. And I, I'm, I, I find it a bit like, it's like, do you understand how hard I have to work to make a mushroom taste any use? <laughs> like, it's so hard. Yeah. And it's like, oh, with this lovely T-bone steak, the cow's doing the work. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's the same. I think that I think the biggest cheat food is. Uh, I'm gonna pronounce it like this: chorizo, chorizo. I don't know how you say it, chorizo. But chorizo is always gonna taste good. You heat it in any way, it's gonna taste yeah, yeah. amazing. There's no skill. It's, it's fat and paprika, and yeah, that's yeah. it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's undoubtedly delicious. Like all meat is really delicious, and and I think it's sort of dishonest to be like we we evolved not. You know, if I had kids, I would bring them up eating meat because I'm like it's not my choice to force on them. I think mm. you've got like. It makes sense that we eat meat naturally, but I, I, I sort of have an issue with the uh, the big scale stuff. I have a question for you now, Will. And again, this comes back to yeah. the, the labeling of things, right? And obviously, you know, for example, I asked you, did you eat fish? And uh, you got very angry with me and said, no, I'm vegetarian. Yeah. That was the back pain. That was the back pain. No, that's fair enough. What I suppose I would say is there there might be people with vegetarian leanings. For example, I can think of, of very reasonable arguments for why you would decide... For example, let's talk about cows. Are, are cows, like the, the cow beef and dairy industry has got to be the worst for the planet in terms of your, as I say, the, the, the land, what they're eating, what you need to grow them, the methane and all that, you know, whereas, you, for example, very simple one. Lots of people will say, I won't eat foie gras because it's torturing animals, you know, or mm. you might say, I don't want to eat anything involving battery hens. But so is is there, do you, do you applaud a sort of a, a it doesn't need to be all or nothing i suppose is my question yeah i i think i think veg- vegetarianism is like it's also like it, 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 yeah i think 
I, I had about six thoughts at once and I couldn't deal with them all. Um, I think it's an aim. It's, it's trying to do better, right? It's trying mm. to be like, or at least for me, it's trying to do that and trying to like make a little, a personal choice that makes a difference. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. But if, if that personal choice you make, I don't think there's a huge amount of difference between like, I'm cutting down my meat and having like one fish. And, if everybody did the cut down thing mm. and learn how a bit more about their, yeah. their food intake and stuff, then that would have the same impact. And also like, there's a lot of people who work in the meat industry who like need a job still. Like that's important. I think that is really important to still sustain. I just wish it was like, I think I think it probably leans more and it starts de- delving into like the politics of like the supply chain and stuff. Because it's sure. also like if you talk about vegetarianism and being like, we should just stop eating meat. Well, how's that going to work? Yeah. So I don't know if I've answered your question at all, but I think any move towards trying to be like, hey, I'm do- I'm making a choice that like maybe instead of buying my meat at the supermarket, I buy it at a butcher where maybe there's a closer relationship to the, the death of the animal, which is going to provide you better meat. Hugh, have you ever done uh, Veganuary? Isn't that what it's called? Veganuary? Ever done that? I mean, the name alone puts me off, Michael, mm. to be honest. Uh, no, I never have. Um, I don't really have any interest in doing it. I I, I don't really... I have to say, I, I, <laughs> I admire vegetarians and I applaud the goals and I do try to cut down a bit. And that's very recent, I would say. Very occasionally, I will go vegetarian for... When I do it, is there's a... There's a uh, summer camp that I sometimes work at and if I'm down there for a week I will go vegetarian but that is more because they're catering for a large number of children and if I ate the meat option I would eat my own weight in chicken and potatoes you know over the week it's <laughs> it's not it's not good food is good I should say for anyone <laughs> listening from that place but uh, it's more that yeah I like the bit of variety there but that's the only time otherwise I would eat meat yeah several times a week probably Hmm. I uh I don't I I've never done veganuary but uh I do veganuary which is where I'm very vague about what I will and won't eat. So I think that's that's really? my way of Is yeah. that that was that whole question was a setup to to that. That was I was sign. wondering why you looked so impatient during my quite genuine response. <laughs> yeah. You were responding to a question you thought was related to the topic and it was just vague. That was I'm, that was I'm, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, that, that's, that's probably gone down as a con will, you know. Yeah, the fact that a meat eater said that is like Yeah. Um, I'll tell you there was only one time when I actually was tempted for a moment to think should I renounce my meat eating ways and go towards vegetarianism. I don't know will have you ever heard of an andouillette? It's it's as you you wouldn't and you you is shouldn't this go the near bird? it. Is this a songbird mm. that you eat? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not one of the songbirds song that I cultivate and eat in my garden. No, you not heard about there's a, there's a bird that you eat where you have to put the napkin over your yeah, head. Yeah, the ortolan. I you know think. what? You know what? I um, think we've mentioned the ortolan three times. <laughs> I think it has it has a bizarre prominence. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I I was in France and I ordered this andouillette because there was a there was a you know how you'll have a little translation in English for the people who aren't sophisticated enough to actually bother to try and learn a language when they go to another country. English and this people. told me that it was a big it was a big sausage of some kind, right? And I thought, you know what? This is exactly what I want. A nice Yeah, exactly. So then this thing comes out, right? Now when I saw it at first, it was in fairness to it, it was a big sausage. Okay? That's what it looked like. It looked like a big sausage. I caught into it. And the girl who was sitting four seats down from me looked up and <laughs> sniffed the air. And this was before a wedding. We were going to a wedding. I nearly asked the bride and groom to call off the wedding. It's this like was you hit so a bad. sewage main. Oh, like it was, you opened it up, it was tubes, it was, was just. Was it awful? Was it yeah, like a haggis? Yeah, like a haggis, just a big, a big old. And I appreciate that maybe I've been. been um, you know, I guess cosseted with nice Irish sausages, but this beast that put before me, it's the only time I've ever left. I, I, I physically left the seat I was Whoa. in and spent the rest of the evening. There we were there was a big group of us spread around a few tables and I spent the rest of, I, I couldn't I couldn't eat it. I ate a couple of bites, I and I, I left it. And that was the one time when I thought, you know what? This like this should be on an ad for vegetarianism. Now, of course, the problem was I went over and sat down beside one of my friends who'd ordered it and chowed it down with relish. But <laughs> what what flavour was the relish? 
It was horseradish. Uh, horseradish, <laughs> nice. I think we've got a lot of, like, my opinions as a vegetarian. I, I don't know... Do we need more pros and cons? Because we're getting towards the hour mark. Do we? Yeah, need I feel more? Michael's probably got more cons. I tell you what, yeah. we've got we've got uh, pros are that there are certain stepping stones available now, which maybe weren't there in the past. Um, and then Michael just se- heard the word stepping stones. Like he's thinking, were <laughs> yeah. they walking across a stream? Like, he's just like stepping stones are. He good, didn't say what the stepping stones were to. for. Yeah. Um, Come on. And then the second one is save the planet. But I put a little question mark at the end of that because you know. We weren't. Doing you it. don't really agree with that. So they're, so they're the yeah. pros. They're the pros, and then the cons are the carrot that will eat, and that's it. So. Well, I know <laughs> it's it's funny because I was talking to. I have a cousin who is in the seaweed industry, and he farms and distributes seaweed. Um, as which obviously can be used in food products, but in in pharma pharmaceutical and stuff like that. But someone said to me, "Oh, that's great because you know if you and I think if you use it as um." like agricultural feed it reduces the cow's methane output and i thought it's such a meat eater's solution to the problem which is that basically get the cows to be more vegan yeah yeah. that'll 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 allow us to continue (laughs) just eating whatever meat we want do you um well do you have to um or do you have to do you take various vitamin supplements or things that you would say maybe you feel that you can't get from vegetables or do you feel you get everything because i know that's a thing as well that people talk about amino acids and vitamin b and d and yeah. things like that i actually so in my 12 to 13 years of vegetarianism i've i've gone through different phases of it i've never had i've never had an issue uh dietarily i've never had anything that could but then it's also like diets are so personal and like yeah, it's the way my body processes it i think i operate much better on a plant-based uh with with uh, a lacto ovo vegetarian diet i think i'm fine the only thing that i started doing relatively recently and this like it's interesting you talk about labels because this is a contradiction in terms and after my pescatarian rant oh, this is gonna really my petard will have me hoisted upon it um because I've, I've taken i uh, started taking some fish oils recently because mm. i was like i don't want to eat fish but, but you, in fairness, you you beat the fish to death yourself, don't you? <laughs> yeah, squeeze the oil out. Squeeze the oil out of their <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is like, it's funny. And, and also recently, I've been, I, because I'm like, I love cooking. It's one of my favorite things to do. And cooking meat is exciting. And I cook meat for other people. Um, and I was like, maybe, maybe, like, am I denying myself something where I don't want to contribute to the industry, but say we were having a dinner party, which obviously will probably probably have to happen at some point but hopefully michael will be busy or something Um, maybe (laughs) maybe over over zoom as i I said that i was like that's crueler than i i'll bring my own kfc yeah 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 well that's what i worried about you'd bring a starter and it would be popcorn chicken um (laughs) but like i would cook for everybody and also, if you guys are, you know, we're coming to a dinner party, you guys pay for the meat. You're the ones who are deciding and making the contribution to the industry. It's already there, right? So in mm-hmm. principle, if you don't finish that meat and it's going in the bin, in principle, I should eat that meat because I'm like, I don't want to waste anything. I don't like yeah. waste at all. And so recently I've been toying with that idea. So I've tasted little bits of, of meat as of being like am i missing out am i denying myself something that you know i could have now and then occasionally turns out like 12 years of vegetarianism will just be like ah there's flesh in my mouth this is so strange so when you say you've been toying with that idea have you been hosting dinner parties to guests who are over full and then eating the leftovers yeah yeah i've just been inviting people around and they're like why is there so much bread as a starter (laughs) a six course meal i'm like oh the foie gras no one's had it what a shame Here come here, goosey goosey. Yeah. Um, here, I've got another question for you, Will. Yes, right? please. So there's a great, there's a great uh, chain of burger restaurants in Dublin, which is called Bunsen. It's so um, good. I've been it's, to one of them. You've been to Bunsen, okay? And so uh, Bunsen, it's uh, for me, it's the best burger in Dublin, and it's just they do a burger, they do a cheeseburger, and they do your fries. And so there's no vegetarian option there. Yeah. Now, I don't some know. there might be, there might be, there might no, be. There's there wasn't, not. There's there not. wasn't there's when a, I went. There's a paleo okay. option. There's a paleo okay. option you can have without okay. the bread, and obviously you could okay. just order fries if you wanted. Okay. Um, but I suppose my, I've heard some people sort of say it's ridiculous. There should be a vegetarian option, whereas my contention would be, 
your your friends don't like you if they invite you to go to Bunsen with them. I mean, that's a, that's a decision. <laughs> like like if if yeah. they're just doing a burger restaurant, they should be allowed to commit to what they want. What's your what's your view there? Oh yeah, completely agree with that stance. I think like I just wouldn't go, and I have accidentally yeah. been when I was on a night out with people, and some girl was like, "We're going to Bunsen." And she told me quietly in the corner, not in like a weird way, just we were in the corner. And she was like, oh, it only does this, this and this. And I was new to the group. And I was like, I'm not going to tell her. She's booked the restaurant for everybody. Mm. I'm not going to be like, I'm vegetarian. And particularly actually. when she'd said it to you that way, quietly, yeah, quietly in the corner. In the corner. Like, we're going, going to, to Bunsen. Bunsen. They only do burgers. Um, okay. So I was just like, oh, okay, cool. And so I went and I, I had maybe some chips uh, and then I had a toasty somewhere else. But I, I think that's I really like that because it's like you're doing something special. I you just mm. wouldn't you just wouldn't go. Yeah, I mean if, if if we arranged if the three of us arranged to meet in Bunsen, it just would be a message that the two of us don't respect or like you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but and I would still come because I'm lonely and I would eat before. Okay, so the message really wouldn't have got across. No, no, to, I or attempt to push you away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a date. It's a date. We'll do it. We'll do I would go I'd happily it's also like the idea of people apologizing this doesn't actually happen very much anymore but people used to apologize when they found out i was vegetarian and they were eating meat in front of me i was like well if if that's all it took to shake this situation to you apologizing (laughs) then what's happened in your in your life i don't know you gotta be a very confident meat eater i think you gotta you gotta do it with gusto yeah oh yeah what would your response be if we if you found out i was vegetarian at bunsen and you'd ordered me a burger michael um well i'd be thinking there's another burger going that's probably oh, so it's a positive response. yeah yeah <laughs> positive response <laughs> yeah um guys we're coming we're coming up on on time here um i've got one more con i want to add in there um which <laughs> Just is to that, tip it over the edge <clears throat> yeah yeah um um so even within vegetarianism uh there are divisions and in particular there's a big divide in the lettuce world i, d- I don't know if you guys i I've only heard snippets of this, um, so I've been able to only, only be able to piece some of the story together, and I probably should have looked into it more before the recording. Um, but as I understand, it's about whether you should be eating the leaves of the lettuce or the stalky core of it. <laughs> and <laughs> people in the former people in the former camp uh, refer to themselves as leavers, whereas people in the latter advocate for romaine. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, you have only you have only given us the the tip of the iceberg there. I feel, Michael. But, oh, Will, no, Will has left. This is it. Will this has left. It. Michael, Will has left. Cause of your terrible joke. I mean, I, so, I I wrote that down word for word so I could make it through, and I still It's very still difficult for anyone listening. It's very difficult to understand like the joy with which Michael. But it's not just while he's saying it and afterwards. It's in the sort of ninety seconds running up to this. You can see that he's he's got a pun going. <laughs> and he's he's just he's he's really he's okay. really rolling it rolling it between his under his tongue you know just just tasting it just tasting the meaty meaty flavor of his bun. <laughs> um, I have one one final point, which is a, a con for meat eaters generally, which I'd like I'd like to stamp this out permanently after this podcast. I'd like this not to be a problem anymore. A lot of people say that Hitler was a vegetarian. Mm. Do, I do expected guys... this to be one of Michael's cons. No. Did you? Yeah, no. I, so I expected it to come up, to be honest, because it's a, it's an often go-to thing. Uh, and he wasn't. He was in propaganda. He was depicted as one, but he ate chicken and lamb. It's just it's just not true. And uh, I would like this to stop. Please stop bringing up Hitler, said the man who just brought up Hitler. All right, Michael, will you sort that out? Cons. I sorted, yeah. I'll get on to... Uh people about it yeah <laughs> get on to get on to lenny von riefenstahl and joseph goebbels i'll get all the eaters together and we'll, we'll hash it out yeah 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 so are we getting good final 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 judgment then I, well, I think this has been an interesting episode because i've been so vehemently on one side that mm. i like i just think it's a force for good and even if it's not in itself like perfect it's at least uh, a striving to be uh better and even if that comes across sometimes as high and mighty and involves well, eating quinoa that <laughs> no that's not a good it was a final thought then i suddenly was like are you about to justify stealing from from poor people is that what you're saying that is better no it's not better 
it's problematic. It's never going to be perfect, but I think vegeta- vegetarianism stands for something that's like good, generally. Yeah, and and what I'm going to say, and my my approach might come across as kind of <laughs> indulgently smiling in a paternalistic way, because I'm just <laughs> going to say, I think you vegetarians are great. You know? <laughs> I, I really admire what you do. Keep on doing it, because God knows I'm never going to be joining you. You, can, but, you uh, can't see this, but Hugh is currently dipping foie gras into a fondue <laughs> and just... Yeah, I'm just torturing a large goose in my room. <laughs> no, I think, I genuinely do think it is... Um, it is a force for good. And to be honest, I've come around a lot, I would feel, in the past few years. There was certainly a time when vegetarianism I would have tolerated, I suppose, <laughs> in, in such as I had to. Um, and when veganism came along, I sort of said, ah, that's a load of nonsense. And I suppose I've moved to a more respectful view of veganism. Um, I don't necessarily think that it's extremely problematic to uh, keep bees and harvest honey from it, but I can certainly see the problems with, yeah, as you say, just the industry of it all. And I think that's the thing, because in an ideal world, you think it's like, do you know what? I asked, I asked my third class recently, I said, is it wrong for us to go to Africa and shoot an elephant? And they all screamed at me, of course it was. And then I asked them, okay, is it wrong if you have a tribe in a remote part of Africa who kill an elephant once a month and they feed like all their families from that elephant? And they were like, oh, that's probably okay. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we're coming back to here. You know, I feel like it's in the ideal world. Yeah, if you you catch your fish and you eat it, if you kill your whatever and you eat it, but it's the whole industrial nature of it. It's those pictures of the hens with no feathers and... Yeah, you vegetarians, you're great. Keep it up. Thanks, Dad. So it is a official, officially certified, legitimate like. Yeah. Legitimate like, yeah, legitimate like. I'll get the stamp out. Oh, yeah? I'll fill out the forms. We'll submit the documents. That'll be your favourite part of the whole thing. It will. Is the, 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 ink, the ink, though, from that stamp is made from finest squid brain. <laughs> so. No! <laughs> I've enjoyed this episode. I've enjoyed being up on my high plant-based horse the whole time. And I'm glad I wasn't uh, torn down from it. Mm. Yeah, that was a surprise. You weren't you weren't expecting that, were you? I thought I was going to be absolutely ravaged, but I, I think Michael sort of <laughs> turned you onto the side of the vegetarians. <laughs> yeah, I mean as soon as as soon as Michael started, I mean I was ready to say let's actually destroy poor people in Peru if Michael went the other <laughs> side of me on that. So so it's a, this is a fairly safe ground. I feel your 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 back pain induced rage Man. hasn't gone to good use, which means it's going to explode later in the it's evening. It's really bad if I, as soon as I it's standing up that's a problem. That bit where I walked away, that was uh, I I was glad I was off mic basically. Uh, Michael, do you have any final meat-based thoughts? No, no. I mean, I actually, I'm, 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 I'm happy with this outcome. I, I actually think one day I myself may be a vegetarian or a vegan, but today is not that day. One day I'll cook as a dinner party, and you will be the guest of honor. Amazing! Wow. In, in the same way as Brendan the goat was the guest of honor. <laughs> exactly. Dinner party. I'll break my thirteen <laughs> years vegetarianism. Will's return to meat eating <laughs> is only to eat members <laughs> of his podcast. We had a lovely ham string. Thank you for listening to the legitimate likes, everybody. If you enjoyed it, please follow us on Twitter, share the podcast, subscribe, rate it, enjoy it, and we'll see you next time. My name is Will, and that was the other you. two. There you go. No, sorry. My name's Will, and this was... Michael. Oh, no. Okay, go again. My name's Hugh, and that was... I'm... No. Will, Hugh, Michael, saying... Bye. Bye. Will cooks meals by using only vegetables. That's fine for someone else, but not for me. Better for the planet At least that's what he said But cows are so damn tasty When they're dead And so I'll have meat Try not to feel guilty As I eat My way through the world I know you think That having a burger Is basically murder But it tastes good Best
what's a guy to do? If it was up to Brendan, he did you. No, I don't feel bad, cause I'm a meat eater. You know I've had horse twice in a row. And if you hear ooh, a nasty crack, well, that was Will's back, he's got to go. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.